Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 104, Tea Towels and Jigsaws. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and, and Jessica's, Jessica's Day, Day of Fun. Fun. Hello, listeners. Hi, new listeners, which I think we're probably getting. Hi, new listeners. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Rosie, would you like to explain why we might have a, an unexpected boost in the... Hopefully, I'm assuming. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be embarrassing if not. Because uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm a chuffing legend. No. Um, I had a really weird 48 hours. In the words of Lin-Manuel Miranda, it's been a bit of a day. It's been a bit of a day last week. Um, I like to dive in on this and then we'll get to the actual content proper. Yeah, let's go for like a deep cut. Don't do a deep cut of the story. No one has time for that. No. It, took, it took 48 hours and is still paying dividends. So, uh, picture it. Sicily, um, I was in bed and I thought, oh, I want to go and put my porridge oats on to soak, but I'm so cosy in bed, I'll just have cornflakes tomorrow instead. And I thought, you know who needs to know this? Twitter. So I tweeted words to this effect. And the next morning, for reasons unbeknownst, presumably even to him, <laughs> to, to, to God or his mother, <laughs> to some individual with a very trolley, sort of botty kind of account, had sent, he'd, he'd taken advantage of his full 280 characters to reply to this tweet about how I was too cosy to put my porridge on, um, <laughs> using a very choice swear, and uh, deriding me for my feminism, uh, and how I drew in Star Wars. Which, <laughs> I mean, it was, a, it was a turn on a dime. I mean, you couldn't leap that ravine with a 10-foot pole. How... <laughs> I mean, I have a, I have a non-humorous theory. I'm literally is, still laughing about it. Which is that my Twitter bio has the word feminist in it. And I assume this grody little troglodyte, um, that's his first name, grody, uh, he, he searched the word feminist on Twitter and he was like, I hate feminists, they've ruined Star Wars. But instead of just adding me, he replied <laughs> to my most recent tweet. But my most recent tweet was like the most cosy, like, oh, my bed is so warm, I can't even soak my part. Well, soak my part. <laughs> so I was like, this is, this is insane. And then, being the hilarious wag that I am, screenshotted it and said, whoa, this dude really hates cornflakes, because that's what I said I would have. And then, um... The internet went hogwarts. You broke the internet. It got cray. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and a couple of people, like my friends who followed me, a couple of them retweeted it normally, you know, my and friend. a couple of them were my friends. I, I did, but I, only did. after she got, I, I replied to you, like, immediately, because we all also went, okay, well, I've this is hilarious let's make a joke out of it yeah uh, reported and blocked and then later i i, I liked to retweet it because i was like well i better better, Join better get on this bandwagon yeah i should have got in on the ground floor. don't want to be left behind oh it's too late because i've been swept up in the bathroom yeah and and so i also screenshotted my report was which said this individual has called me a i don't care for his tone um then kathy burke retweeted it and that is where things began that's where then, things began then Al Murray, then Rufus Hound, then Tim Minchin, and I was like, this is bonkers. I went out for a half hour walk, I came back and I was like, oh, I've accidentally left the internet <laughs> unattended. Then J- J- J.K. Rowling, I retweeted it. And from that point on, my life has not been the same. <laughs> to put it bluntly. Um, then I got doxxed and had to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> good times um then the next day i had a really important meeting about my career and then our grandma died not to be flippant but it was a whole big thing <laughs> i was like this, what is this 48 hours i was like this is weird also i was like this is good i'm being doxxed i've got a meeting uh i've been bereaved yeah as i said i, I kind of always hoped maybe i'd uh have twenty thousand twitter followers one day i didn't expect them all to be the same day though <laughs> It got, it's got over 30,000 retweets. That um, is impressive work. Oh no, 100,000 and... favourites and like 4,000 comments, which needless to say, I swiftly turned off notifications for that tweet. Yeah, because... why? Because um, Lucas and I had both replied to you um, in the in the form of, oh, be fair, cornflakes rubbish, kind of porridge is brilliant, jokingly. Which in uh, retrospect maybe... was a bad idea. Nobody should have got involved. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was a terrible idea because, um, yeah, our Twitter breaks slightly as well. 
Um, only Lucas lives in Australia, so was then immediately went to sleep and woke up the next morning. To yeah, see, at least happened. we got the slow burn. So same with uh, my friend Bridie; she's in Australia at the moment. We got it like happening. Whereas I think if you woke up to that, you'd be like, "What have I done? <laughs> I've got yeah. a, uh, however many likes." So, at least I was watching it unfold in real time. I had to turn my notifications off. Yeah. Oh, I then you can filter notifications to people just who you follow. Oh, that that's what I did. Yeah, that is. Every real... so often, I I turn them back on. I've, I've since yeah, turned I would them back turn on, them but back I turn them back on, on just to check in, make sure that everything was a, was because of the nature of the original tweet. I sort of checked in, like, is everyone still having? Because it became a very jolly, lovely discussion of porridge and everyone sharing recipes, and it was actually really enjoyable. So, for one thing, brilliant, right. and two, just checking that you know everyone was still having a lovely, jolly time talking about porridge, and they were. It was absolutely lovely. Also, well done, Twitter. And oh, I should have written down her username because it was actually a specific woman that started it and it spiralled rapidly from there. Um, mentioned the the concept of alcoholic porridge. And the way the day went, I ended up with me eating a bowl of porridge, chopped banana into it, brown sugar at the top and a shot of Captain Morgan's. And let me tell you, um, Captain, uh, it was phenomenal. I think actually you could be even more generous with the rum or whatever uh, bourbon li- liquor of your choice. Oh, I hardly know her. I hardly know her. Um, there we go. Oh, also, I was so incensed that I donated money to Women's Aid, and then uh, this also people started doing. Um, so Women's Aid the next day were like, thanks, Rosie at large. And I was like, you're welcome. I'm an incredibly magnanimous human. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll put links to things like this in the show notes, so if you do want to do make 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 good make good out of weirdness. Uh, it was so weird. It was just a whole thing. <laughs> and it's Uh, still a whole thing then the next day the or like within two or three days then people started leaving in droves from following me on twitter (laughs) um uh when they realized that it was it really was porridge chat yeah and like my life like my twitter is specific like i tweet Mm. a lot and if you Mm. are not on board 100 percent, there is nothing for you so that happened. Usually we do a roundup of what happened in the week. That was a sort of monolith. <laughs> Everything else, it's like it's like very very flat. It's like Norfolk, and then Everest is in the middle, and then it's like not like whoa, and then that, and then I was like just chilling. So I spent all of well, Saturday in bed. <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm sick of this world. I'm gonna watch good Elementary. Choice, good choice. I got an allotment. That's yeah. My news. Yeah. Let's actually do in, news um, proper. In like continuing on from from our in in our our usual sort of cozy sort of things i I got an allotment that's that's what i did it's a big patch of sort of mud at the moment but i went there earlier and i've dug over one of the beds and um i've planted some herbs yep and i've planted um some rhubarb next to the compost bin okay bin is really understating it it's sort of a, a corrugated iron kind of corral with a heap most of the heap, I believe, is what um, was strimmed off um, the the top of the the plot before I got there because somebody had taken very kindly taken a rotavator to it for me. So that was handy, but uh, my compost bin is now full, and I, I I don't know how to even begin turning it over. So I did that, and um, at the moment the rhubarb looks like something out of a Little Shop of Horrors, but right at the beginning, um, it's kind of because it's like a little pink sprout. So I might call it Audrey, actually. Don't I'm going to name the rhubarb. risk that. Also, I dug over one of the, the little beds that's going to be a salad bed, and uh, my neighbour very kindly um, um, lent me his wheelbarrow so I could go down to the manure heap and um, so I could dig lots of lots of matter into the... That's a nice way of putting it. Decom- well, de- you know, like rot- rotted matter is actually what you one would refer to it, I've read. Oh, not um, poop. Oh no, it is poop. It's oh, okay. mo- actually. It's but I mean, you wouldn't straw. call it poop. But the no. straw has gone right through them. Oh no, no, this is a straw from mucking out the stables. So it is. Mo- this is like bedding. It's like when you can- like like when I clean up after Lola. It's mostly sawdust. I thought it was like those coffee beans that come out of weasels that they can't digest. <laughs> that makes <laughs> a lot the, more the sense. Really expensive. The really expensive cat like, beans. Yeah, mus- muskrat beans or whatever. Yeah, I see <laughs> now that the 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 story is just that makes a lot. I I didn't put enough thought yeah, in. That's yeah, yeah. It's just from around it's, the no, stable. It's a, it's a whole. It's, they it's, don't uh, eat it's the, the straw. The, the uh, yeah. So I I don't really one. It turns out one really does need a pitchfork to to uh, deal with massive piles of dirties. 
straw because it's just very difficult to get it out of the heap (laughs) with a spade. But I didn't have a fork because um, home base didn't have the one that I wanted. You're very new to the um, allotment game. Yeah, so I don't don't have all the kit yet. Hence my neighbour lending me the wheelbarrow. Um, unrequested as well, actually, because I clearly, I'm clearly new. Um, well, I'm literally obviously new because no one's been on the plot for a while. Um, and so he he asked if I if I had sort of everything that I needed, and and I was like, well, I'm sort of gaining bits as I go along. It's like, well, if you want to use my wheelbarrow, because I was moving things that I'd like dug out of the of the little beds that I was mm-hmm. digging down to the compost heap. Um, I think the, uh, the the my predecessor grew strawberries there. There was some remainders of strawberry plants. I dug out some lovely turf that had been sort of cultivated into it. Um, so now it's 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 nicely dug over and filled with manure. Well, and I'm very excited about the entire thing. Yeah. I'm going to paint the shed. I'm going to plant a, a rose going up it. I'm going to have a salad bed, a fruit bed, a new world bed with... Um, Sorry, a new world bed? Is that potatoes? New, wo- new world. No, that is going to be um, pumpkins and sweet corn and squashes and the like. Mm-hmm. Harvest festival. Yes, I'm going to have a cornucopia. I don't even grow those. I don't know. You could use the straw to make that. I could if I save some, but yeah, I could sort of. I could wash it and weave it. Yeah, maybe. Don't. Um, No. Can I have a brassicas bed, and one full of like potatoes and and onions and stuff? That's really exciting. I don't know when you have to plant things. Well, you sort of read the back of the packet, to be okay. honest. That's what I'm doing. Um, I'm I'm reliably informed by our father that you, you can plant your potatoes on Good Friday. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do, because that's like tradition or something, aren't they? Um, the back of this packet of lavender seeds says, sow indoors between February and June. That's nearly now? It is nearly well, now. Well, like a couple of weeks away. And then it flowers July to August to some of September, and then you plant it out. This is very confusing. You plant it? Oh, that's going to be... Yeah. I don't understand green. I mean, I'm kind of working on the principle. Let's have a go and see what happens. What's the worst you can do except accidentally cause Little Shop of Horrors to come true? Yeah, exactly. I've got um, one so word for you. Of... Triffit. <laughs> um, I think I dug some of those out of the patch earlier. Blech. Um, I am going to have lots of flowers for bees and whatnot. The pollinators and also to like save bees and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So yeah, I couldn't I, I couldn't get a fork this morning because um I wanted one with a completely wooden handle. Yes. So I've got a stainless steel blade on my spade. That rhymes. Um and the uh it's the same make as the fork that I was looking at. Um but they didn't have any. Um so if it will have stainless steel prongs and then a, and then a, a wooden handle. So we because don't use I didn't plastic. Because I didn't want to use plastic is my reasoning Very and good. Uh, so i thought i'd get a I'd get a decent one and then it could last me and i could put um a new handle on it or a new spade bit on it like um triggers broom yeah and it'll last me forever that is very exciting yeah um that's literally all of my news i went to an exhibition yesterday i can do proper normal day of fun style chat oh as well. you can i'm going to it next week but do tell me it closes on it, oh no it closes next weekend i tell you what to you a lie <laughs> <laughs> um, I Don't went worry, to... it's, all been, it's all been planned I went to the Tove Janssen exhibition at the Dulwich Picture Gallery with our papa they did a good job of it not just being like here are some moments um, good, they good. have uh, a lot of her actual artwork and her uh, illustrations for the front cover of Garm magazine which are like strongly anti-Nazi socialist Finnish magazine and you can sort of see her tiny moomins that she was originally drawing and then the evolution of them and her illustrations for other books. And it was very Thank charming. You. It was really nice. Um, and I nearly bought a tea towel and I didn't. And I thought about buying a thousand piece jigsaw, but I didn't. <laughs> um, which We've all been there. sums up my interests. Tea towels and jigsaws. Episode named. Yes. Hooray. We're on a roll for this. We keep doing it during the episode. So that's our intro catch up. And then we're going to do some more catch-up on things we haven't covered in the next segment. But first, Jessica, do you have a song? I do have a song. My song is She Used to Be Mine by Sarah Bareilles, which uh, was written for the Waitress soundtrack, or OST, yeah. if you want to call it. Um, p- uh, performed on the soundtrack by Jessie Mueller, but um, Sarah Bareilles wrote it. So she has released an album of the uh, all of the music from the musical. 
uh, based on the uh, the film of the same name. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, good. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's very lovely and charming. Top fives. Top fives. Well, we thought that uh, we would combine some features to do a catch up of things um, since we last recorded a proper episode. So this is our top five things that have happened, sort of since November. Yes, roughly. I think that seems reasonable. I mean, it's that's going to be a specific thing to put in my show notes spreadsheet. But yes, so we're going to be doing yes a catch up of um, bits and bobs that we have done and enjoyed. So it's episode one hundred and four. Just ridiculous. So it's your turn to go first. It's my turn to go first. Uh, okay, right. So we're going back um, to uh, November, which is um, if people who've listened, we we went on holiday to Europe in September, late September. Got back. Yep. It was my birthday. Then we were about to go to America. Get on the plane to go to America, and they give us pre-flight fizz. Oh yeah, that was very good. That yeah. was my first thing. Yeah. Um, that I remembered. Uh, and we went on the plane, and it was incredibly fancy. And uh, yeah, we all got given fizzy wine. Well, you didn't have any, but the, yeah, the the idea of drinking on planes is such so important to me that. Um... Uh, on the way home, I ordered a mixer and spirit, and then. We spent about five minutes passing the bottle of whiskey along the row, <laughs> trying to get it open. And eventually I had to get, I have one of those um, sort of gym elastic band things for pulling your muscles. And I had to use the rubber of that as purchase to finally crack into it. Um, but the the fizz was a lovely, elegant start to the holiday. Yes, I enjoyed that very much. And I'd also yeah. got dressed up to fly because... Um, it's a civilized affair, and I was going to wear eyeliner. So I because did. there are standards. There are standards, and I am here to keep them. Um, and I had my new coat on, and this big bag slung over my uh, elbow, and I felt very stylish. And then I got given alcohol, and then I took a lot of joyous selfies, which were no longer stylish. Oh, uh, well. it's fine. Number two. Number two. Cats on Broadway. No. Yes. Um, oh. Well, we were staying. We. We were in Washington for a couple of days, and then we went down to Richmond, Virginia, to stay with our friends for Thanksgiving. And they have a cat, and the cat is called Tickles. And I thought Tickles was my friend. And then Oswald arrived, and Oswald is the <laughs> daughter of the family, and Oswald is my favourite. He's a huge, big fluff ball, and he would just go and hide in the like, little sunroom, and I would go and hide with him. And uh, also, later on in the t- trip, Tickles bit me, and drew oh, blood, yeah. so <laughs> debt Tickle, to me. Yeah, Tickles did, yeah. Cover herself in glory with that one. No, but then she, as you said, she looked as startled as I was. She was like, <laughs> "What did I, I do?" I don't know what's happened here. Um, um, but I got to hang out with uh, cats for like ten days, and that's my favourite. Um, ideally, my favourite would be hang out with them for more than ten days. I um want a cat, but I got to hang out with cats, and I get to hang out with a cat tonight. And then next week I'm cat sitting. Yeah. So I get to see Tanza today and Peggy on Sunday. And Aunt Peggy on Sunday. Yeah, and Aunt Peggy. And Peggy. Um, cats. Number three. Number three. Well, this is quite a big one, because I've just written Thanksgiving. But yes. um, we were there for Thanksgiving, and uh, we got up and watched the parade, and that was really cool, because I'd never really watched a parade. the parade. Although, I don't understand why two channels get to cover it, and it made it confusing, and I constantly felt like I was missing out. Yeah, also because it stops with commercial breaks, but they, but they don't, they don't quite up sync up and they don't all show the same thing, so we definitely didn't see all of it. Because they said, coming up, Leslie Odom Jr. sings with the Muppets. We did not see, I'm I sure we could YouTube that. that, actually. We did not see Leslie Odom Jr. singing with the Muppets. Okay, well, I could have. And then, I didn't know that the next programme they show is the National Dog Show. It's like yeah. Crafts, which actually I really like, did know because I've watched the episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where Adrian Pimento gambled loads of money on the dog show that he's watching oh my with God, Captain that's the Raymond dog Holt. Show. Yes, because it's a Thanksgiving episode where uh, Boyle decides to try and kill a live turkey as opposed to of killing course, a dead turkey. Of course, and it goes horrendously. It goes horrendously wrong. And they're like locked in Amy's bathroom or something. Really. Yeah. Um, turkey, yes. yes. And uh, Mr. Santiago is there. Yes, and Jake makes the binder. Yes. Yeah, and then we got to eat Thanksgiving dinner, which... We kind of always say, oh, it's basically like Christmas dinner, but it's so not. Because, yeah, yes, really there's a not, turkey and vegetables and potatoes, but um, it was so good. We had these little silver skin onions and cheese sauce, and uh, the turkey had been in brine and was really flavoursome. And the sweet potato was really sweet. No marshmallows, but, you know, we were being classy. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, it was yeah, the really... turkey had been brining for about four days by this point, and if not longer. Also, the way we did leftovers was that we just had enough to serve out the whole meal again three times. So, yeah. so occasionally, like you'd finish one thing, so the next time you ate it, you wouldn't have one dish. But um, yeah, well, I got to eat that Thanksgiving dinner about three and a half times. Good work. It was amazing. Thanksgiving. Number four. Number four. Uh, we went to Disneyland Paris. We went to Disneyland Paris. Yeah. And uh, well, my highlight. I was trying to think of the one thing I enjoyed the most, and partly I couldn't remember anything we did. But um, <laughs> <laughs> even though we did, like, like I saw Stitch because they had the Christmas parade. Was oh no, I just remembered how we missed. Oh, don't just move on. Every we saw week, a Mary Stitch miss. We saw a Mary Stitch miss, but it turns out that every week they have a special guest on Tuesday who does the parade route before the parade, but we didn't know that, so we arrived just at the end. And uh, I was like, I think I see Pleakley, and I looked online, it turned out the special guests were Stitch and Lilo, and I was literally devastated. <laughs> I hate everything, and I never want to go back. But also, I went on more roller coasters, and as you know, if you've listened to the quiz, I went on Big Thunder Mountain, and this we came out of one of the... Um, one of the tunnels i shouted this is living and i felt that really alive one. i enjoyed that one um so that was i mean that was not necessarily a summation because we also got really cold a lot and like watched parades um at disneyland but we went on it's a small world but that's not really a highlight i think shouting this is living is a real highlight no, I, I really enjoyed it oh no it was really good world. and nowhere near as an although they did mash up the song with jingle bells which wasn't so much um like an earworm as harrowing um true yes like, i suppose it was theory. sort of watered down um but yeah in like a highlights reel uh coming out of a roller coaster tunnel on a big mountain and screaming this is living is real highlights real moment fair fair okay mm. I put too many from Thanksgiving in my top five. I see, I see. Okay, so I'm going to switch some around and say number five uh, is um, the Christmas I spent with you. Oh, yes, that was very good. Because I went to Jessica's for Christmas, which we'd never done before, and I went on the 20th and basically stayed like a whole week. She couldn't get rid of me. But we had I had a blow-up mattress, and we had... I don't know why I'm talking like a child today. And we had... And, uh, the, and the dog ran in the school, and then the dog... Um, but we did lovely Christmas Eve tea and we did crafts and yeah we had like our cucumber sandwiches and Jessica made these amazing chocolate Christmas tree iced cupcakes and we made mince pies and um, and then we had Christmas brunch and then we had Christmas day that our parents came to stay and then after that I hung around and we watched loads of television and it was really cosy and drunk hot chocolate with booze in it yeah, and good, we yeah. rewatched. actually what I have written down was not Christmas at Jessica's I wrote Miss Fisher rewatch because we just watched loads of Miss Fisher together and it was really lovely <laughs> we did it was really pleasant I'm still going I haven't stopped yet <laughs> I'm just going to keep going to the end it was just really cosy and relaxed and I really cherished it oh. I was, I've, I've worked at Christmas for the last thousand oh, years thousand years um i'd say at least eight years um in so, some some or other for the last six christmases i've had either no days off or like when i got one day off as in not in addition to christmas day that was super exciting if i had christmas eve or boxing day last year on boxing day and everyone lost their damn minds because we'd never had that before um and this christmas i did and then you have to do extra shows Basically, you have to make up the work you missed on your own time. So you you don't you they don't cancel the show on the on the day that Christmas falls onto. They just move it to a day between Christmas and New Year usually. Um, so it, it then becomes a really busy week because you have all the days become slightly longer. Um, so I didn't do that this year, and it was tremendous. Um, so I just got to do like normal Christmas stuff, like sit around and eat and watch TV and hang out, and Hi. it was awesome yes it was fun it's like what what do, what do i need to do now oh nothing oh i'll tell you what i need oh to do, gosh, do now amazing. you're gonna eat some stolen i'm gonna eat some mule luck yeah then we're gonna wait, have some wait. cake and a mince pie should we should we go should we go to the cinema oh, god let's go to the cinema, we'll go to the cinema. What, what is our plan for the week at some point we need to go to the cinema okay cool that was pretty much uh, it. so yeah that was that was that was what we did um yeah and that's my top five awesome if you like uh, to do your top five i suppose i guess i could do mine well, we delayed recording so that you could write it, and I feel like it would be a waste of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number one. Number one. This is not in chronological order. 
Oh, okay. Do you want me to do it in chronological order? No, it's just then because I hampered myself by putting mine in chronological order. So you've actually done a sensible thing. Yeah. Well, I've sort of written everything down and then I put like crosses next to the ones that were going to be moved to the honourable mentions and then and then I've added more things as, as we went. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to join some things in together. So let's go back a bit. We went to Disneyland and it was great. And we've kind of covered it, but we had a lovely time. We watched parades and we sort of stood with our tea to warm up our, our cold, cold hands. That was really good. And we stayed but in a new hotel. We stayed in a different hotel. Um, the Sequoia Lodge. Yep, which I liked. And we were looking out over the lake. And it was really, it was a much more winter. Like we picked really perfectly for a Christmas trip but because it's all yeah. like a hunting cabin. Still, uh, yeah. And it had like Christmas lights. And then on one evening we went to the, um, like the, it's not a snug. It's too big to be a snug, but it's like the bar, and the, it was really crazy. The bar, the hotel bar. They had the, fu- oh, yeah, the hottest the fire. fire, and then a Spanish family fire, with about then... twenty thousand children appeared. And I say children, I mean like thirty and under um, appeared. I couldn't work out how they were all related to each other. When, yes, because when they first arrived, it was like four. I worked out sort of for the fourteen to student age children, yeah. and and a dad or uncle who had been, or to a variety of them who had obviously been dispatched with them to go to the bar and uh, we couldn't work out how they were all, all linked together no. and then um and then the some more of the family arrived and then eventually the the mum turned up with like two of the two of the younger children by which point one of the girls was basically in the fire yeah i would i could not understand how she did not spontaneously combust yeah her, uh, or how a, a, a member of the disney corporation did not come running over and go <laughs> miss please get your feet out of the fire <laughs> you, your nylons are flammable yes um, um but anyway they were they were very jolly oh and, yeah um and perfectly friendly so that was nice um yeah but it was really lovely um and we had mulled wine and we sat by the fire and that was that was tremendous and everything was was decorated for christmas and they had trees and they had garlands and they had like ribbons and stuff yeah and you did your knitting and i like boomeranged some mulled wine and stuff uh, so we had a really lovely time there is this still number one this was still number one because we we got like sidetracked by uh, number two, and in fact, this is now not in the chronological order because I changed my mind. I've gone backwards, and we went to uh, America, as we've discussed, and um, we watched Thursday night football. I watched a lot of football oh, yeah. in the two weeks. A lot of football, almost um, as much as I watched Project Runway. Yeah, oh yeah, we watched Project Runway and a lot of Say Yes to the Dress. Um, the UK version is not is not anywhere near no. the quality of the, the US version and that's it's not a high quality program to start with um, and we watched a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine which hasn't been broadcast over here oh yeah we did that yeah and it was and, it, and of course it was like appropriately timed because mm-hmm. it was released watching the Thanksgiving on the day because we yeah because we don't get things released at the so, so like the Thanksgiving episode isn't it Thanksgiving for, I mean we don't celebrate Thanksgiving but like the Halloween episode will, will be broadcast in like April for us the house we stayed in in um, Washington had um, like a mezzanine level that could be used as another bedroom over the master sort of suite bit, or it could be used as like a TV sort of den rec room kind of family space with a massive screen and projector that like lowered from the ceiling. It was so absurd. It was, oh my god, I just remember what else we watched. So we yeah. watched Rogue One, which worked really well on a big screen because it was like being cinema. With and I'd never sound. seen it with surround sound so i'd never seen it before so that was that was way better than if i'd watched it for the first time on my, on my tv or my and we watched a lot of football but we did like proper thursday night football my dad and i like went to the super i mean we had to go to the supermarket anyway but we deliberately went and got like beers and chips for thursday night football mm-hmm. and we took us ages to decide what what beer to get and we couldn't make up our minds in the end we went we went route one we got cause light <laughs> and like a packet of like the supermarket so, so do, no, it wasn't doing his no it was like just regular crisps um, and it was tremendous. But we also, on the last night we were there, we watched Newsies, uh, the musical, not the film, the the recording of the Broadway musical. Yeah. Um, and that was tremendous. Yeah. That was tremendous. Um, whilst eating amazingly flavoured Oreos. Cinnamon bun Oreos are delicious. Why do we not have them? Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, number three, coming back three. forwards in time. We went to see Star Wars at the cinema as yes. one of our Christmas outings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because uh, we felt we should leave the house. No, we were, no, it's like we wanted to go and we planned to do it. So um, we went to my local cinema and I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I really liked it. I really liked it. Everyone was very um, well behaved, which is my first requisite of a cinema outing. Um, yeah, everyone was, was very well behaved. Um, no, the feminists had not ruined it. Um, not yet. Everyone had their, brought their conflicts with them. 
and it was just yeah it was it's so it's so good uh so yeah we watched star wars and i liked it and i'll definitely be watching it again yeah i really and, liked it and yeah oh and i wore my pins that i got at disneyland i got two i got some enamel pins mm, you did before i before i started i'm not doing an official no spend challenge but i'm gonna treat myself like one last sort of um like frivolous bits and bobs and um so it's a it come they come in a set and it's two pins and one and they're uh two figures facing each other or like heads facing each other and one of them is leia with a speech bubble saying i love you and one of them is han with a speech bubble saying i know and so you can pin them next to each other so they're like talking to each other and yeah. super cute so i wore those um but then it was december and it's caused had a thousand layers on so no one would have seen them but i knew they were there so that was the important thing yeah that was number three, I think. Yes, number three. Uh, number four, I got an allotment. Yay! Yay! And I'm going to plant all the vegetables. And my aim is for, I don't know if this is like a realistic aim, but my aim is for at Christmas dinner to be able to eat some things that I've grown. That sounds good. Because I am growing Brussels sprouts. And I'm going to raise turkeys. <laughs> and We're going to kill them in Boyle's in, uh, Amy's in, bathroom. In Amy's bathroom, wearing like the full Dexter outfit. Um and so maybe maybe we'll we'll branch out and have sweet potato casserole this year because um, their their quick buggers we can catch them they're very tasty and um yeah so i'm gonna grow brussels sprouts and we're gonna have them at christmas dinner that's I made, my I made aim go and curry flavored brussels sprout soup today oh is that from your veg box it's from, from my soup, my soup, soup box i have a specific box. soup box from soup. abel and cole and uh i i had my first i did my last recipe today and it was go and sprout and spinach soup I feel like I thought I go like and it sprout like goat or something in it was like go and sprout was a specific sprout. Anyway, it's, go, it's not. It was Brussels sprout curry, with a um a sachet of go and curry paste. I got loads left, and I thank the Lord. I only put the amount I put in because it was it was <laughs> the like it was really flavoursome. It wasn't just heat, but there was heat, and I tested a little bit on my tongue first, and then I had to eat five almonds. <laughs> I'm going to use go and sprout as as, as my new um, insult because I feel like well, go and sprout that yeah I feel like um, go and boil your head is kind of that's that's no one uses them anymore yeah. so oh go and sprout there you go and uh, number, five number five was I cook Christmas dinner and I, it's really easy I don't know what everyone's making such a fuss about okay well you don't cook a turkey but for reasons we're still not sure and our parents decided <laughs> they would cook a turkey that morning and bring it to your vegan house yeah I, I don't think i don't think any any of us are sure why we where we all decided that this would be a i specifically would said i didn't need a turkey yeah and then and then our parents are like yeah we don't we yeah we won't do that again we're not we're not sure what what the uh what the process was there and i was like yeah i don't i don't know why i think because none of us had appreciated the fact that it's not just bringing something to eat for dinner Christmas Day, you then have a carcass a like you have yeah exactly none of us had anticipated the carcass because let's just like, you, like once you've carved it you can only describe <laughs> that it is such a manner. good sentence to put in an anecdote <laughs> none of us had considered the carcass. i mean you would be amazed at how often i say that <laughs> uh, no one had anticipated the carcass so yeah we i think all of us and i was i think i was trying to be like accommodating like because i know that like turkey is a big part of the meal so I, and and i'm kind of relatively sort of like re- like chill i'm so chill about um you know if other people want to eat meat that's that's fine you do you i don't i don't want that but um so i was just like um yeah get, yeah that's fine sure and then and then we all just went why, why have we done this? then we walked in and they, they'd wrap the turkey in cling film like dexter and um so yeah, yeah and, I... and i the notorious meat eater of the family was like i thought i was just gonna eat what jessica was eating what and, yeah, but I then, think... having been told there was meat and the sausages got forgotten, and <laughs> I've never seen it, such a, a one a one eighty of of yay, it's Christmas! Day. Oh my god, I can't believe you've done this. What when uh, I found out there weren't, or just now? She's like, I'm sorry, wait, you've 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 forgotten the sausages? Did they say they forgot the sausages? I can't believe you've forgotten the sausages. May I'm delighted. May a thousand them? blossom bloom, but I won't think about it because every month somebody gets torn to pieces by a crocodile. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll post that video in the show notes for those of you who've not seen the Australian politician's reaction to equal marriage. My a thousand blossoms bloom. Uh, it was so really, relevant, but so good. It was. Uh, it was a really good Christmas dinner. Yeah, it was. Well done, and I you. did. Um, so for the second Brussels sprouts reference of the um, list, 
I did Brussels sprouts in the way that we had done them at Thanksgiving. Um, they were a little different because I, I had, and this gave me like immense, how smart was I on Christmas Eve when um, we were watching our traditional Christmas episodes of Dinner Ladies and, um, and I was like prepping veg. I chopped all the carrots and I chopped the, and I, and I um, prepped all the sprouts because then I steamed them because then what I did was I roasted them um, I baked them rather because it's only roasting it over a spit and I don't know if you have tried to get Brussels sprouts in a spit, not worth it um, you um, I put them in like a casserole dish and I think if you do them on a cookie sheet or a roasting sheet or sort of like tin or something you might get them a bit crisper and I don't know whether I'd steam them slightly too far but basically you steam them before you start and then you um, stop them cooking immediately with ice and I actually did them the night before um, just to save time and get like ahead of the game. So I did them ahead of time, my favourite um, food network saying. Um, and then you uh, mix them with, um, I guess the original recipe calls for butter. Oh no, wait, it was a vegan recipe. So Earth Balance would have been using the recipe because it's American. And some uh, brown sugar, a little bit of lemon juice, and um, then pecans was the original recipe, but I did chestnuts because that's more Christmassy than Thanksgiving y. Um, so that was really tasty. Um, and yeah, so that is all, all my first honourable mention, uh, is the third mention of Brussels sprouts. We had these amazing Brussels sprouts at Thanksgiving and I was the sous chef for Thanksgiving. So I was in charge and I was like solely in charge of that dish. Among I things. was the Ents rep. Yes, you were. And yeah. I peeled the apples for the apple pie. Yes. Yeah. You are basically at this point, Mary mashing the potatoes. Yes. They were so creamy. Um, yeah. Rosie did the apples. <laughs> Rosie was the person telling everyone she did the apples. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I, what about the apples? How 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 are those apples? Sliced? How are those? Yeah, uh, you were enjoying those, that apple. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples? Yeah, because I sliced them. Um, yes. Uh, should we do some honourable mentions? Honourable mentions, because I seem to have started it anyway. Okay. So, yeah. so what got bumped was my New Year's Eve, where I uh, my housemate was out because she likes to go and she always celebrates New Year's Eve with her friends from home home. Um, and I uh, was in bed till like four. <laughs> I was like, this isn't happening. And then I thought, I bet I can do everything I want to do before 2018. <laughs> um, so I cleaned my entire house, including mopping the kitchen and loo floors and cleaning my Hoover filters. I did that. I cleaned my bathroom. Um, because you know, started to mean to go on or something. Cooked like a nu- did I cook a nice meal? Well, I, I certainly ate dinner, like on a reasonable thing. I did all of my little normal... Uh, daily routines that I like to do and then went to bed at 10.30 because New Year's is a... Okay. I don't want to be okay. too much where like, oh my god, it's not what... But I was like, I'm not interested, I want to go to bed and I did and it was great. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, I'm having I a share, lovely time not feeling. speaking to like, I don't hate New Year's Eve, I'm just... It's it's fine. Like, if there's if there's a party, I'll go to it. If not, like, I... I mean, sure. We, ideally, uh, yeah. I would have been with you and held the uh, annual Lee Pace Film Festival. That is the that is the only thing for the yeah. We we did not. I didn't even watch an episode of Pushing Daisies, or I could have like started to get if you borrowed Wonderful, so you could have started a new one. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, I didn't even even watch watch an episode or something. But yeah, we we did not hold for the first time in what six years. We did not hold the annual Lee Pace Film Festival. We can we maybe I think we cancelled this this year as like a to protest time something to protest 2017 fit in whatever thing you would want to protest uh we went to see Muppet Christmas Carol at the Prince Charles cinema and it was a sing-along and everyone wore festive jumpers and we had mulled wine and mince pies like yes. from the cinema which was tremendous Rosie, Rosie went to get snacks oh you went to get popcorn as well we had popcorn and you said do you want to drink it's like no, no I'm fine she's like they do mulled wine like, oh well this changes everything and it came and with a mince meant, pie like, like a sprite <laughs> yeah no no I meant like so, an alcohol. drink no, I'm no, I'm I'm all, I'm all right. Well, they bar. do they do mulled wine, and I get money off because I'm a member. Yes, oh, yes, yes. I've misunderstood the situation. Um, yes, I would like one of those. And earlier in the month, we went to see the shop around the corner. Oh um, yeah, that was lovely. On a Monday afternoon, and that was a mulled wine. Was that a mulled wine or just a mince pie? We didn't pie? get mulled no. wine. They just gave us mince pie. The, they gave the us mince pies mince came pies. with the mulled wine at the Muppets, but then at the shop around the corner, they just gave us mince pies. I believe what exactly happened to us the um, the deadpan Australian man behind the till. Sold us our tickets and then went, please accept these freshly baked mince pies. <laughs> we said, they would like this tiny packet. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're a legend. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was good. That was, that was a very charming afternoon. And um, then we went to Mod Pizza. Yes. And uh, we also... And then after we went to the Muppets, we went to Mod Pizza. Yes. That was good. And we had... I had Brussels sprouts on my pizza. So did I. Did I? Yes, I did. 
for the Christmas, that is the Christmas pizza. Um, yeah. uh, and also, the week before Christmas, we had a double barreled outing. Firstly, we went to see the Fitzrovia Radio Hours version of A Christmas Carol in the Spiegel tent in Leicester Square. Yep, yep. Which was when a weird venue. Say, everything everything uh, goes wrong with hilarious consequences. It was really funny. And then we went out to dinner at Tibbetts, the vegan buffet. Not Mod Pizza. We went to Tibbetts, the best restaurant in London. And then we went to see the Albion Christmas Band at King's Place. And it was really exciting because we don't usually do sort of two things back to back. Yeah, I mean, like the whole the whole family went. It was sort of decided last minute, we can get tickets to this as well. Should we go? Yes, oh my God, let's all go. And we'll go out for dinner and be showing up. It'll be fabulous. Um, and then I went home to Jessica's house. You did? It was, it was most really, festive. It was really nice. It's lovely. We, we took multiple trips to the supermarket. I'd already done my um, all my all my veg shopping, so the bottom of my crisper. Your fridge was so beautifully organised. I'd cleaned it out special, mate. Cleaned it out special. Um, and um, so the crisper was just full of Christmas veg. Which I'm sorry to say, like, don't at me, but it was wrapped in plastic because Morrison's had a deal on. But going forward, henceforth, there should be no more plastic. My highlight of the last three months is heat pads. Okay, okay. Oh, when, okay. when I we were in Virginia, um, our hostess had been hit by a car five days earlier. Like, she's fine. Enough to, like, cause sort of minor injury, but she wasn't, like, hospitalised. There was no... You know, you know, she, you didn't have to be laid onto a gurney in a neck brace or anything. Just, um, like... But it meant that, uh, and, and because of my ailments, um, we formed Team Invalid and sat in the two armchairs watching Say Yes to the Dress um, and alternating who had the heat pad. Uh, and I'd never had a heat pad before and I came home and bought a heat pad. And uh, it's um, I don't really use my hot water bottle anymore, even though I've only just needed it to cover and it's my legal husband. Um, it's my favourite. So heat pads, that was my discovery. Good stuff, good stuff. But you had to sit, the heat pad could go on either chair, but the cat would only sit on one of the armchairs. Right, I see. So the cat didn't go to the go to the heat pad? No. Would only go to the heat pad if it was also on the, the, the recliner? Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. The good place has just been a source of joy for all of us. Yes. It is like, it's a good it's a good place, it's the good place. Ironically. In other news, the days are getting longer, so summer is coming. Why would you tell me that? Well, in a good way, because now it's like not dark when I leave the house for work. Oh, that's fair. I do have one more honourable mention, was that on Christmas Day, Jessica and I had Christmas brunch and had oh, yeah, uh, Buck's Fizz and cinnamon rolls, and it was incredibly civilised. We absolutely nailed Christmas Day morning. This whole having to get up at like... Stupid o'clock. Yeah, thank you. Um, to put a turkey in the oven. Save yourself some time, people. Don't bother with that. Get Just your parents to cook the turkey. Get someone else to bring it with him, or just like make something. Then, then at about what half past eleven, I would probably should like do some cooking. Yeah. Um. So we'd had we'd had traditional Christmas Day breakfast, cocoa pops. Mm-hmm. Um. We'd opened our stockings, which our dad had brought down the week before, so they'd been under the tree ready and we hadn't peeked. Um. So we had our stock. I mean, Father Christmas dropped off. Um. Yeah. What that if... evening, obviously. Um. And. Yeah, and then we made some cinnamon rolls. I say made. They were obviously just roll out of, a, out of the can. And it's brilliant because you undo the thing and it goes pop and the whole thing opens itself. Yes. Had those, had Buck's Fizz. We laid the table. We did a lovely sort of um, Instagram style flat spread. Mm-hmm. I really should post some of those because I took loads of pictures of like my handiwork and nothing made it online. And um, it was it was tremendous. And then we decided that we should start cooking. So we put Christmas Day in the Morning on by John Walter. Yes. And... Um, yeah, it's great. Shall I do my song? Yes, Rosie, what is your song? My song is Changes by Langhorn Slim, comma, The Law. Excellent. I don't really understand, but that's what it is on Spotify. And uh, I, you'll recognise it when you hear it. Is it David Bowie? No. Oh, I see what you're saying, because that's a song called Changes. No, it's... um, But I hadn't heard of it. I, I I had googled some lyrics to to locate a song I liked. Right, and I so see. Not, I didn't know that to be it. Yes, I is didn't... it used in an advert? Or yeah, something? almost certainly. Almost definitely. Um um yeah. Cool. Uh, snacks. Let's do some snacks. snacks. I have a snack. My snack is minced meat and marzipan parts, filo parcels. Mm, that would be good. Um, which is I know it's kind of festive, but technically just wintry. Yes, um, because kinda. we didn't turn them into proper pies. Yeah, exactly. They were parcels. Parcels. And we set up a lovely little production line with the the little, the little tub of oil and the and the, the pastry brush. And, and the marzipan coins. Also little squares. squares. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, My snack is Christmas cake, which is very festive, but um, for the last two years I've only iced it uh, 
the second weekend of January and I stayed on Sunday and I've eaten half of it so far um, and I'm really worried what's going to happen when I run out because I've now become very dependent on a four o'clock sugar boost. That's unfortunate. And I also thought I thought I developed a cavity, but it was actually a current stuck onto one of my incisors. (laughs) We've all been there. Um, Well, that leads quite nicely into needle and fed. Needle and fed. Because I made a Christmas cake. Yeah, I made some um, mincemeat and marzipan fino parcels. Yeah, um, and I iced it uh, last weekend. I cooked it before Christmas, only fed it once, and then just before I iced it. But who's to say I could just drink some whiskey, because I put whiskey on mine rather than brandy, because I like whiskey more. Um, That's fair. And uh, you also made those lovely chocolate cupcakes? I did. Yeah, they're on my list. I made some, um, they were just chocolate, regular sort of, they were quite rich. I made sure to put like a decent amount of cocoa powder in. Um uh, chocolate cupcakes and then I iced them with um, we thought we'd treat ourselves and get some Betty Crocker oh, yeah. um, vanilla style like buttercream style turns out to be vegan let's not ask too many questions and coloured it green gave it a quick whisk I remembered just in time to put or not quite in time rather to to stab a cocktail stick with some um, colour down the side of the icing bag once I started filling it so that I, they could get a bit of a stripe to it so the later ones look good but the first one's a bit um, plain and then I put a um, uh, I guess the, uh, the 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 nozzle on the piping bag has a sort of um, it is edged with a sort of comb shape on both sides yeah. um, so that it um, to make the little branches and I just piped stars onto them but I sort of did a couple of layers so it builds up like a tree and then gave it a little spiky top, and then we sprinkled gold georges on it um, to look like Christmas tree decorations. It was really good. And um, to me, if I thought about it, I would have con- constructed some sort of star to go on top of them, but I don't think you needed it. I think they were good. Uh, yeah, we made some mince pies, and they were tasty. And um, I'm going to make, um, possibly this evening or maybe tomorrow morning, some flapjacks, um, and I might put some chopped fruit in them. Or something of the of that ilk, so they're not plain. I have some stuff in needle as well. Yes, me too. Um, cool. So that's fed. We've done the wrong order. That's fine. Um, I have started the easy. I've more than started. I'm like going along with it, but it's taking quite a long time because I'm doing quite a wide one. But I'm doing the easy ripple Afghan, uh, which is by the Ravelry user Susan B. Um, and it is, or this particular pattern that I'm doing, is it's, I, I've seen many iterations of this kind of thing. Um, and it's crocheted, a crocheted blanket, and it, you do it in stripes, and it's all made in one piece, and you just work from one side to the other, like a typewriter. But you, um, every six stitches, you either, um, or chains rather, you either do three into one chain of the row before, or you um, uh, decrease by three stitches, three chains, um, so that it gets a sort of a zigzag. Um, effect and you just go back and forth and I'm just I'm kind of stash busting but not like specifically and I suspect I'm going to actually have to buy um a couple so I'll see how it goes but I might need to to buy a little bit more because so it's going to be a bedspread um but I need to see what I've got in the cupboard as well yeah um and I'm doing kind of just bright colors and um not, none of them are variegated they're all solid colors and I'm doing most of them are two row most most of them are like a two row color uh repeat I guess um, and every so often I do a three or a one just to sort of mix it up a little bit um, and some of them like the yellow stands out quite a lot so I'm probably going to do that as as single as a single row um, some of them I'll do as three just to just to make it more interesting spacing wise yeah but I'm quite pleased with how it's going it takes a while it's the best part of an hour to do well, it's, when I started it was an hour to do a row it's probably about 50 minutes but I I usually have like the TV on and I'm yeah. drinking a cup of tea and like answering texts or stuff while I'm doing it. So it's not like a, an absolute like put the stopwatch on and find out. But I've probably got it down to like 50 minutes. There's a crochet blanket I want to make, except I can't crochet. So awkward, awkward. I will show you how. Yeah, I'm sure I can just um, learn. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I've been doing some knitting. What are I, you knitting really? uh, well, I'm, I'm working. Uh, steadily actually i've done a couple of things i finished a sock while we were uh, away for thanksgiving except i need to unravel the toe because yeah, it's too the problem short is you have two feet yes that's true um i knitted a, an identical copy of the hot water bottle cover i knitted myself for my friend jess different jessica um i am nearly finished my jan sweater i'm taking that with me tonight to a sleepover i'm going to sure jan sure jan but i only have i've done the cuff 
of one sleeve. I just have the rest, <laughs> and I say the, the cuff, I mean, like it's a short sleeve. I've yeah. got one of those uh, left to do. And then uh, on Christmas Eve, I knitted a small figurine of Jeremy Corbyn to go in my nativity scene. Of course you did. I forgot about that the nativity oh. scene. Yeah. The nativity, a little comrade jazz of my own design based on the yeah, rest of the once you'd made the hat, the whole thing like really came together. Yeah, then I put the face on and it slightly fell apart, but then I think I got it right in the end. Yeah, you did like the face. You know, when you're trying to add a face and you realize, oh, wait, I've got to kind of make it look like someone, and then, <sighs> and then there's a little hat, and it was, it was definitely. Little Jeremy Corbett. Yeah. Um, so that's my craft. To go with um, Liberace and the lobster. And yeah, I, my yarn has arrived today. It's fibre spate, scrumptious lace. Um, it's really, really quite nice yarn. Um, two skeins of it and this is actually for the first time in my life I'm knitting using the yarn that the pattern suggests usually I'm like oh it's a DK I'll just whatever Um, no it's never happened before um, but I've got this one because I'm knitting a a sweater excitingly called ladies evening sweater I'm sorry (laughs) ladies evening jumper but it's from my vintage pattern book that the Shurjan sweater comes from Um, and it's so fancy that Wool Warehouse send you your yarn in an organza gift bag. Good lord. Um, I don't need an organza gift bag, so it's kind of bizarre. But I, yeah. Yeah, but then when you've knitted your your ladies' evening jumper, you can keep it in the organza bag. Yeah, that's true. With some I'm sure balls. I can give somebody. Oh my god. Yeah. Also, my sh- uh, no, it's, what's it called? Schadenfreude. No, Rhinelust. Although it does feel like Schadenfreude. <laughs> if you would like to hear that uh, moths have eaten it. Is that the pink one? Yes! The one that took oh, me no. months last year. It's got two moth holes in it. And then I tried um, to fix it. No, but I'm sure I've told you this because I tried to fix it on have, one yes, afternoon. And, 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 that's and like, it always went terribly. And, and I had a grief like, pizza. He had to like, we had the grief pizza. I knew it's culminated in eating something or eat, yeah, grief pizza. And you had to like set fire to the world. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! Um, I have seen like so many things. For a start, like we've covered the fact that you broke Twitter. Yeah. Um, well, Jessica, I've seen that. I have some cabot coverage. Oh my great hands! Was it only Connect? No, it wasn't. For for recent uh, listeners, or for those of you who have just forgotten, cabot coverage, cabot coverage is our um, murder she wrote slot. Yep. Where we share articles yep. about murder she wrote. And this is called, it's from Autostraddle, How to Dismantle Your Imposter Syndrome, One Episode of Murder She Wrote at a Time. And uh, Oh, I saw that. I didn't read it. Yeah, on, and it's all on. about uh, the, the writer um, watching how... J.B. Fletcher. J.B. Fletcher. No, I mean the writer of the article <laughs> talking about <laughs> how the writer J.B. Fletcher... Um, uh, although in this article she refers to her as J.D. Fletcher, so I have to... Oh my god, so she doesn't watch it at all. I think it's it's an easy mistake, but it's all about she uses specific episodes Indeed, and how that Jessica it. owns her identity as a writer. Unfortunately, then the story ends with her getting stopped by racist cops, but she oh. has le- uses what she's learnt from <laughs> Jessica Beauregard Fletcher. Um, yeah. Beatrice, actually. Um, should she was what when she when she used what she'd learned and she got stopped by the racist cops? Did you say no, officer? It's fine. I'm absolutely allowed to be poking around this crime scene with my typewriter because <laughs> I'm a writer for, for, for the following. And I'll explain why for the following reasons. Number one, uh, no, they said we have to check whether you're wanted for anything, and she said I am only wanted for literary readings, <laughs> which is a pretty baller response to a racist cop. I've just got a TV recommendation. Oh, um, lovely. Do fire away. Which is Superstore, which has been a broadcast in the oh, US for yes. a couple of years, but it's only just come to uh, the shores of Garbage Island. And um, it, it is a wonderful uh, sitcom from NBC set in a big box store and the likes of your Walmart, your big Walmarts. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it stars Buy America Ferrara. Kind of it's Target, basically. It's, it's Target. Yeah, and it's called Clown 9. And it's really adorable and warm-hearted and sweet and funny yeah. it's really fun uh, yeah I, I think often I, I like to recommend sitcoms on their kind optimistic worldview but i also need to stress that it's really really funny yeah um, um i yeah I, I i i'm up to date with this i missed the very first episode because i didn't know it started and i think i missed one in the middle because or i missed part of one in the middle because um for some reason my um uh, Roku stick was not happy that day, whether it was the internet or the weather. Or well, also, ITV I think ITV Hub. Hub only has things up for a week, not four that's, weeks. Well, that's the problem. They seem, no, they seem to be like less than a week. Like I knew that it had only been broadcast three days previous, like within three days it was gone. And I, and I, and I tried two days in a row to watch it and I couldn't. Oh. And when I logged in on the third day, it wasn't there anymore. 
So um, I don't know what's happening with that. But anyway, we're back on track. Um, I've but... nearly finished season one. I've got, I, but I've got it on DVR. So, all right, I'm I'm up to date. So I've seen. So I'll watch a half past eight this evening because they're showing it every day. So at half past eight this evening. Do you just sure, watch it I should sit down. No, I only did that. I managed it yesterday. I could have done it last week, but I forgot. Um, so, but yeah, so, so tonight I'm going to sit down and watch it live, uh, which is very exciting because I so rarely get to watch things like this live on television. Oh, and I can watch Will and Grace live as it happens as well. Okay, I was sceptical about the return of Will and Grace because I was like, do we really need to? Mm. And I did not hate the ending. I thought it was quite sweet and they've kind of retconned the whole thing, but like they've knowingly like record like it was a dream that karen had like yeah. but not you know oh it was all it was i've re- i've really i've only had two episodes i'm enjoying it so far i have laughed out loud on multiple occasions yeah that's good i am not interested in watching it but um i don't begrudge it its existence in the way i think yeah some i didn't have. i didn't think i would be that interested but i sort of thought it's on i'm gonna i'm here i'm gonna give it a go i kind of feel like that was all i always preferred i mean i sort of stopped watching it towards the end although i did deliberately it was on for what 10 ones. seasons 11 it was seasons? on for a long time and I think it, it I, I stopped watching it because it sort of, I don't need to say it dipped in quality as fair, but probably it did because things often do in that manner. It sort of moved away from how it had, from what it had originally been. And also I was older, so I wasn't, like I'd watched it when I was at school, when I was a teenager, but then like I wasn't in on a Friday night because I was a student or, you know, I'd have been yeah. going out. or what, So I just, it just wasn't sort of on at a time that I would have been watching it. So I kind of moved away from it. But I sort of felt like I should, you know, that was always my part. I always preferred that to friends and I thought I'd give it a go. Um, I had a thought about sitcoms the other day because we keep on recommending, oh, it's really nice, but it's like, it's a sitcom. It's funny, but like, it's really cosy. And I've realised that there is there is a trend for, not cosy isn't the right word, but like nice sitcoms. And I keep on thinking the things about this, uh, the, something about the stuff that I'm watching at the moment is that the thing that I frequently use to sort of sell it is that, oh yeah, it's, it's really nice. Like, like uh, people are, people are sort of nice to each other and it's funny but it's like because the people and the situations are funny and yeah. um and there's things like people talk to each other you know you know how there's there's none of that like awkward oh something's gone wrong and people have tried to cover it up and like people have, like, like the big bang theory and, yeah and then everyone you know if something goes wrong people go yeah this so this has happened and the comedy arises from everyone people doing things together and i think we've moved away from this like 90s sort of thing and this is the idea that i have of sitcoms because this is what was on when i was like first starting to watch like tv for grown-ups kind of stuff yeah is that it has to at the moment we have things where the characters actually like each other well yeah i was just thinking that because on friends and will and grace most of the jokes i can picture are them saying something rude to the other person and being like the jokers are the expense of their friends whereas uh, there's a great article uh, the av club did called the good places of michael sher um because he's a showrunner on parks and recreation or was and brooklyn 99 and the good place and about how he creates these um these good places these kind kind sitcoms yeah, yeah. and even if like sometimes that you, you they do make jokes at each other's expense but in the way that friends do you can make fun of your friends but you know that it's fine because they're your friends but like but that's because you actually like these people like and these the characters that we're watching at the moment actually like each other that's why you can get away with it because they will do they, they you don't need to have the episode where it's oh she likes me anyway like yeah, everyone knows this, and like on um, everyone in the nine nine, like everyone loves each other. Like, yeah, even Hitchcock and Scully. Like <laughs> everyone's like, no, they're part of our team. Whereas if you like look at something from the nineties, especially married couples. Oh, how many? Like if you look at Everybody Loves Raymond. What? No, those two should have, for the sake of everyone, they should have got divorced or they should have moved. Like none of. Why do no married couples in nineties sitcoms even like each other? Unless you're Basil or Sybil Fawlty. I don't want to watch it. I just did a piece on the film program about this in films, about how like the wives are always like hot nags, and how yeah. the you can't work out why yeah, they're married is, and they hate each other. It is other. the classic um, sitcom. He's Kevin James. She is ten years younger. Yes, it's like the 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 sitcom guy hot wife trope. I can't remember exactly what the what the wording is, but that's basically the gist of it. Um, so yeah, so I'm sorry I've derailed the end of the podcast where that's we're trying to sign right. up. But like sitcoms a... at the moment are really good because they're friendly and optimistic. They're optimistic. I like and that. people like each other. Um well, talking of people liking each other, um, it's the end of the podcast. Uh great segue. <laughs> we, um, we we like you. We maybe? like you. Do, Do I you like us? Oh, God, I oh. hope so. Um uh well we'll be back in a fortnight's time uh, for another fun filled episode. Another thrilling instalment of this. Uh, bye everyone!
Bye. To find out more and to read show notes, find links and photos for this and past episodes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at the Day of Fun Show. Rosie and Jessica t-shirts are now available. You can shop for all your Day of Fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. And now you can become a monthly subscriber and support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun at our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Thanks for listening.